Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Key, quick, I know this is your favorite song. What is this? Whatever it is, if I'm bobbing my head to it like the rock people, I, I was doing that, and yeah. I'm like, if I do that too many times, my head go hurt. I can't do that. that or I don't I understand how they do this whole no, thing. I but I don't understand when they do, like, yeah. this, you know. It, yeah, it gives yourself a headache. Too much. Like, yeah. you're going to give yourself a headache. It's a mosh pit. Yeah, I was just talking about, I was just talking on the DST radio station about uh, Gus Farratt. Remember the Gus Farratt oh, game? Oh, the quarterback. Yeah, when he broke he, his neck. I mean, yeah, he went up. Yeah, he's playing the Giants. He goes up and he like he's frustrated. He hits his head against the wall. No, hurts he his scored. neck. James, yeah, James oh, yeah, yeah, says, that's right. That's James right. says it hurts more than neck. It's more neck, than neck yeah. that it hurts. It's than more than head. neck. That's yeah. what James said. He I know, know. It's like, yeah, but if I'm with, but if I'm doing this, your tonight, brain's going yes, around in man. there. Yeah, come on now, and and they're doing it for like hours. So you know what else? I think it's just getting old too when you're young you don't even think about that but stuff. i didn't do that when i was young well no not not a mosh pit will the cowboys still win the division well, they do the anything is the question huh <laughs> we're gonna get to that in a few minutes key this is Keyshawn j will and max coming to you live from above, above the heineken river deck at pier 17 the joseph, sunday joseph, night football game joseph j will and max joseph joseph j will, j. will yeah, no but key has a name for you too right your middle name uh, jd 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 yeah. joseph JD, jd and max can't do much with max turning into a law firm can't, just, can't do much with Max. All right. The yeah, Sunday night football game has one division leader that's almost a lock to win the division. <laughs> that's every year, by the way. The Packers against the Bears. So Matt Nagy, Jay's favorite coach, was asked for his expectations against the NFC North leaders. Jay, listen. Yeah, just keep fighting. Let the guys know, man, we're, we're in this thing together. So no matter who we're playing, whatever their record is, whoever they are, we know, again, Green Bay is another team top of the league in record-wise. Unbelievable quarterback, and they're on a roll right now. So um, the only thing that we can do is, is keep fighting and sticking together. And um, I know it can sound old. I know it can sound monotonous. I got you. But when you're in these moments and you're in that locker room together and you're fighting together and everyone's practicing and you're in meetings together and then you go out in that field together, we're always going to give it everything that we got. That's all we can do, no matter who we're playing. And, um, you know, it just so happens that uh, they're, they're up next and they're a hell of a football team coming off a bye and they'll be ready too. Um, all right. Well, what are the expectations? <laughs> you just heard coach for the Bears, Key. Well, here's what I would say. I'm going to take the place of Coach Nagy. And what I'm going to say is we got to stick together. Okay, we're going to evaluate everybody that's out there. We can still be spoilers in this situation. Look, our season's not lost. We can end on the high note. We're 4-8 and right now, and and we're going up against a hell of a quarterback. We can make his day miserable. And if we can make his day miserable, that's a plus. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with my future. I don't know what's going to happen with your future. But as long as we're here together, let's go out there. Let's fight. Let's do what we're supposed to do. Because remember, you're not just playing for the Chicago Bears. You're playing for 31 other teams. That is, and I want to make sure everybody stays healthy. And I want to try to win the game. That, I know, that's I know my what you should be doing. I know what you should be doing, Keith. What should I be doing? You, you know how, like, in politics you have speech writers? Like, you hear a politician make a speech. You he was didn't fired write up that. right there? He didn't, he didn't write that. No, no. It's just that you know how to do it without stepping in it, with hitting the right back. You should be a speech writer for, 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 <laughs> for coaches. For people yeah, in the exactly. media who have to talk to the media but that's locker what, room. But yeah. that, that is, that's what he needs, though. That yeah. is what he Matt does. Nagy should be telling the team. Yeah. We're in it together. I don't know if I'm going to be here or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that doesn't mean well, anything. We're evaluating everybody. You're playing no, for perfect. 31 other yeah, teams. That, like, you got yeah, to do that. It's great perfect. that you're evaluating Get out everybody. there, help. Your evaluation is not going to matter very soon. 
Uh, first off, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So bean. Aaron, what's, what? It's real. Aaron Rodgers. When I think about Aaron Rodgers and the Chicago Bears, I think about three words. I own you. Yeah. I mean, that's what he said, right? I was reading some last night, kid. I want you to react to. Matt Nagy's passing offense, okay? An average of 173.8 yards per game. That's good for dead last in the NFL. By comparison, Sid Luckman from 1943 to 1947. <laughs> to be fair, he's in the Hall of Fame. Average 189.5 passing yards per game. So what you're telling me is Matt Nagy's passing offense is literally less efficient than the Bears' passing offense in the 1940s. I would like to. That's where that's we just, are, Max. And that's just that's from, good. Regardless <laughs> of whatever you think about no, that's a pull, fighting Jay. together, that's a pull. fighting together, we're in this together, evaluating. That's all fine. Like You can say all that stuff now, but like that speaks for itself. Is that just this year? Yes. So I would like to know what it is since he's been there. I bet you it ain't far off since he's been a Chicago Bears. Around 200 yards a game. I'm comparing the 1940s passing offense to today, 2021. That's well, I think we all know that Matt Nagy days are numbered after Christmas. Who, you know, I, I, I look, man, he got through Thanksgiving when there's reports that he would be fired after Thanksgiving. So he's got past that. Good win versus Detroit. Let him, get, got it. let him get past Christmas. And he already – I mean, look, it's doomsday. It's not – you never want to see coaches be put on the streets uh, regardless of what their final contract says, families, all those sort of things. But it's clear that in order for the Chicago Bears to take the next step in within the organization, they've got to bring in the right coach, the right person. I don't know who that is at all, but it's not Matt Nagy. Yeah, you know what? If Matt Nagy is still somehow the coach, Jay – Based on the stat, no, you just, I don't think he's gonna be the. No, coach. he won't be. Know, but if he, if he somehow were based on Jay's stat, they should force the Bears to wear like leather helmets next year. They should force him to dress up like a 1940s team. I can't believe that stat. 1940s, 1940s. they have fewer 40s. yards a game than they had in the 40s. And can you talking about Matt Nagy? How about Ryan Pace? I mean, it goes above Ryan Pace. It goes to Ted Phillips. It goes to the president of the team. Like. I think there has to be changes even made and, up above Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace and that as well. May, and that may be the truth. They all may be packaged up and sent out. I just know that it focuses in on the coach because of the quarterback situation and the offense of non-output, much like you said. And it, and what's so mind-boggling to me, without even looking into it or getting on a computer and, and just off the top of my rip, which means my head, is that a lot of these coaches that move – to other teams after they had success with other teams where actual people like Andy Reid is really the one who is calling the plays, things of that nature. If you look at the history of those sort of coaching hires that are supposed to be these offensive juggernaut guru types that really aren't the reason that those offenses that they came from were the play callers or mm-hmm. the play callers or, or, or the ones igniting the engine, they all suck and they're all bad. Literally. So hire a guy with the headset who calls the plays. Who actually does it. Mm. Actually, is not not like game plan and sends it out. No, I'm talking about actually is calling. Sean McVay actually called the plays for the Washington football That's, team. Yeah, it's interesting. That's why Sean McVay can make the transition from Washington to the Rams mm-hmm. what is it and be about very that? successful. What is it about that? Because you think the mastermind. Coach Tony the- Dungy actually called the defense for the Minnesota Vikings prior to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to get to calls, but Key, I find this very interesting. What is it? You'd think the guy who schemes it up and has the blueprint, the mastermind, would be able to do that anywhere. What is it 
about the guy putting on the headset and actually applying it in game in real time that makes that portable to other teams? Well, the guys, because first of all, you've done it. So I know how to do it. How to, ex- how to, how to how execute it, how to call it, uh. what to call, when to call it, what the right timing is. But what happens is we get so many of these people out here in the media world selling a guy. They're selling him. Like Shanahan actually called plays for Atlanta. Does Biennemi call the plays? He actually in calls the right, plays yes. in Kansas City with, at times, some influence from Andy Reid. But he's calling the plays. He's designing the plays. He's game planning and presenting to the plays to the offensive unit. That is a real offensive coordinator. But what we do is we pump up the dude that, oh, he's a really great coach. He's a this. And then they get there because there's no way that that statistic that Jay just ripped off is supposed to be there if I'm the play caller. Yeah. There's no way in hell. By the way, Max, in 1940s, it wasn't like a pass-heavy offensive league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> they just like invented the forward quick. lateral. Jeez. They didn't even know. Um, Curtis in Illinois, we were asking which current division leader won't win their division. Curtis in Illinois has a thought. Go ahead, Curtis. Hey. What's happening? How are you guys doing today? What's up, man? So I think that the Colts are going to beat out the Titans um, just because, you know, Derrick Henry's injury and, uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill is he's a good quarterback, but I, I don't know if he's got what it takes to, to beat the, the, the Colts defense. And, and um, I think also the Bengals are going to beat the Ravens in their division. Um because of all the injuries, again, you know, on, on the Ravens' offense and obviously, you know, Marlon Humphrey and the defense. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to know what you guys thought uh, all Colts in all about that. Colts beat the Titans for the division. Bengals beat the Ravens. The problem is is that the Titans have beat the Colts twice, twice. already. Yeah, they got the yeah. tiebreaker. So they got the tiebreaker, and I don't know that the Titans are going to fall flat on their face the rest of the way. Tennessee 8-4. and four. Indianapolis seven and six. Yeah, but who does Tennessee have left? Uh, you know, when you got a Houston thrown in there and a Jacksonville thrown in Jaguars, there. Jaguars, Steelers, Forty Niners, Dolphins, Texans. So Easier you, schedule down the so stretch. So you got the Texans and the Jaggies. You up already? Wins. Yeah. That means the Indy gonna have to run the table. Yeah, and uh, look. Uh, by the way, I give it up for Wentz this year. He's having a oh. very good year. And Wentz Indy, is having Indy very plays good year. the Pats next. Pats at Cardinals, Raiders. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough that's deal. A, that's yeah. oof. tougher. That's not going to happen. What's wrong with Lamar Jackson? Someone who played with him last year. Coming up, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Two right, one left. Lamar Jackson, shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, slings the left side, off the hand of Andrews. He was wide open on the right flat at the goal line, and the Steelers are going to win the football game. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers. Download the podcast, by the way. We get a lot of credit when people download the podcast, which they do a lot. That's good. Mm, yeah. Podcast, mm-hmm. YouTube, da-dum, everything. Da-dum, That's right. YouTube. Da-dum, da-dum. Follow everywhere. Consume it. Consume it every which way. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insur- Insurance. Uh, Robert Griffin III is with us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Morning, RG3. Hey, listen, Robert, I got to know, can I call you RG3? I hear different things from different people, but I have never asked you. <laughs> Max, you can call me RG3. That's fine, man. Right, no go. problem at all. There you go. RG3. It's, that's how I know you. Um, I want you, first of all, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Have, have, you, I, have you heard what Dan Orlovsky said about your former teammate, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens offense yet? I have not. We know Daniel's always talking. So what? What, what did he say this time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know so so listen. Listen to it. We'll play it right now. I think their pass game is one of, if not the sloppiest in the NFL right now. Their pass game is gross. So Jay, it's just not having a plan, and to do it week after week after week. The Dolphins game on national television. I just don't understand how that well coached of a football team can still have the same problem. Lamar covered up. That's why I say. The, the, the saying is winning cures everything. No, winning covers everything. And he covered up because they were winning. What's your reaction to that, Robert? I mean, are we being serious, guys? You know, this is the unanimous MVP, Lamar Jackson, that we're talking about. So it, his talent that Dan's talking about, he, he's always going to mask issues, issues. No matter what team he's ever played on, he's always masked issues. So for me, the, resilient, the, the Ravens are a resilient bunch. Uh, as they were when I was there for the last three years. But they're also the most banged-up team in the league, right? No Ronnie Stanley, no Gus Edwards, no J.K. Dobbins, no Justice Hill, no Marcus Peters, no Deshaun Elliott, and now no Marlon Humphrey. And they keep finding ways to win games. So in my opinion, Lamar is being asked to do too much in the running game. They are relying on his improvisation too much to beat the blitz uh, that they've been facing over the past couple weeks. But they got to find a way to get Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray you know, packages in the run game that they excel at extremely quick. Uh, but to say that, you know, Lamar Jackson is the issue or he's, he's only masking issues, I mean, having a guy like Lamar makes everybody else around him work harder to get it fixed. And I trust that the Ravens will get it done. 
So Daniel's got to calm down a little bit. I would love for him to mask my issues. That's for sure. If he was my quarterback, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Are the Ravens, uh, RG3, the Ravens still a favorite in the division with the Bengals sitting there so tightly, Pittsburgh acting like they want to clunk along, and then Cleveland still trying to figure out if they want to play football? Yeah, I, I do think the Ravens are still the, the favorite in the division. I honestly think the division might be able to get three teams into the playoffs. Um, you know, I know the loss of the Steelers hurts. But you look at the Bengals, and the Bengals, uh, one week they're really great, the next week they're down. And with the Browns, it's just a matter of how far can Baker take them. That, their defense is extremely uh, good, and, and Miles Garrett and those guys are, are getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, but I still see the Ravens as the cream of the crop, regardless of their injuries, for one reason. They have Lamar Jackson. No one else has Lamar Jackson. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. He's the difference maker. RG, I, I want to go back to the NFC East for a second. And what do you think is the best way for the Washington football team to beat the, the Cowboys this upcoming weekend? Yeah, it's going to come down to defense and a shot of Heineken. You know, to me, that's the path to, path to victory. Uh, talent for talent, they don't match up. But Riverboat Ron preaches to his squad that they have all they need. And i got to be honest, guys, I've been beyond impressed with the team and the people there have been raving about how the culture shift in the building uh, and how they do things has been a game changer for them. Uh, so the Washington fans have been ecstatic on this four-game winning streak that they've had. Uh, it's kind of Kansas City-esque turnaround on defense uh, has allowed Taylor Heineke to not have to play lights out, but just focus on protecting the ball and ride to the occasion and make a few plays here or there down the stretch uh, to help Washington win these close games. So if they keep the game low scoring, make Dallas one-dimensional by shutting down the running game and get them off the field on third downs, offensively they just have to protect the ball and do whatever they do to get the ball to scary Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson because plain and simple, fellas, those are their best players. And Heineke's a guy that the numbers don't really support as a top-level starter, but his team rallies around him and believes in him in those big moments. And I think that's all that matters. Robert Griffith III joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Yeah, there's there's no question that Washington could possibly win this football game. But I can tell, I tell you one thing, as you know, uh, RG3, if Heineke decides to throw the ball to the other team, which is the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys are going to catch it. I mean, he had a couple of ill-advised throws a week ago that should have been interceptions. And so when you look at that, if they win this football game against the Cowboys, do they win the division? Whew, that's a tough one, man. Listen, I played in Washington and I grew up in Texas, so I'm a little torn. Um, but I believe even if Washington was to win the game, which I believe they can, uh, I think Dallas still wins the division. They've got too much talent. Uh, they're getting healthier uh, at just the right time. So, in my opinion, they may hit their stride as they go down this NFC East title of the games that they have coming up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I still look at Dallas and say they're still the cream of the crop of that division. Mm, we're going to have Ron Rivera joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. RG3, I want to ask you, what, what current division leader won't win the division? Let's start with the a- AFC division leaders. Chiefs, Pats, Ravens Ooh. or Titans? Now that's a, okay, that's a great question because I honestly think looking at it, they all will win. <laughs> huh. But if I, had to choose one, if I had to choose one right now, I'd probably say the Tennessee Titans um, just because of how well the Colts are playing. And everyone thinks, uh, or you know, to the outside, it might think, oh, it's Carson Wentz, right? But it's Jonathan Taylor to me. He's a bona fide star. Carson Wentz is protecting the ball better this year. He's got 22 touchdowns, only five interceptions. Even though he did throw two against the Bucks two weeks ago, I did see that. But the defense, to me, is a ball-hawking unit, right? They give up a lot of yards, but they're getting the ball back for the offense. they got 15 interceptions. 
14 fumble recoveries. Um, but all these division leaders seem to be in a strong position, including the Ravens, even though they're a little banged up. Like I said, they got Lamar Jackson. But if I had to choose one to not win, I would say the Titans. You know, oh, we're talking to Robert Griffin the Third here on Keyshawn J. Will Max ESPN Radio. RG3, you, you mentioned uh, Carson Wentz and how much credit he gets, you know, or disproportionate credit. He got quarterback, obviously, of a team that's been playing well. But I got to say, as someone who saw his demise and was loud about it, as everyone was saying how good he was, I saw him getting worse and worse and worse till he got, you know, benched and then bounced. I think he's been playing well this year. I mean, not just because of the team's success, but he does seem to be protecting the football better and all that, except that sometimes when it matters most, and I'm watching him, I get nervous. Um, can you win a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz starting? Can, can Indy win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz? I think they can. Just to be honest with you, I think they can win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz, but only if Jonathan Taylor gets 25 carries. Because that right now is, is where he's feeling comfortable, right? He could hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. It's not like he has to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game, putting it in harm's way, and he's playing efficient right now. That's what they want him to do. And that's been their key to success, right? They're 7-6, and six, you know, just a game, a game or two back from the Titans in the division, and that's the kind of game they have to play. Their defense is being opportunistic. They're running the ball. Carson's not turning it over. I think that's a winning recipe, especially when you get to the playoffs, uh, because this guy, like you said, he, he kind of had a demise in, in Philly, but the way he's playing right now, they don't want Carson Wentz, MVP you know, caliber Carson Wentz, to show up in the playoffs. At least the rest of the league doesn't. But the way he's playing right now, that could very well happen. RG3, uh, we were asked a question earlier about the AFC divisional leaders. Let's switch to the NFC. you got the Cowboys, Packers, and Bucks and Arizona Cardinals sitting at the top of each one of those divisions, do they stay or is somebody else going to pass them up? Yeah, like I said, guys, the, the, the Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, I think they all stay. Um, they're all playing at high level. Listen, you got Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, and Kyler Murray. All these guys are either you know MVP candidates uh, or playing at a high level. Uh, the weakest of them all is, just be, is the team that we just talked about uh, with the Cowboys especially with this matchup against Washington. Uh, and that, that division could come down to the wire if they were to lose this game uh, coming up. But I do think all those teams will end up winning their division. It's interesting because for so much of this season, I've looked at the Rams and the way Matt Stafford was playing. And they seem to be, not only are they a couple games behind the Cardinals and they got trounced at home against the Cardinals, but it seems to be like like everyone's off them. Is that because they're just getting pushed around up front? Is it because Stafford's not quite on the level of those other guys? Why is that, uh, Robert? I think the expectations. I think the expectations for the Rams is, is the reason that people are jumping off of them. They no, no one expected them to be. I believe they're what eight and four right now. Mm-hmm. So they got they got manhandled at home <laughs> against uh, against the Cardinals. But it's the Sean McVay-Matthew Stafford combination that had everyone talking in the offseason about how they were going to win the Super Bowl, and it was Super Bowl or bust. And I think that conversation, uh, led by a lot of the guys in the studio, uh, to be honest, is why people are off of them. They're not performing to that level, but they're still a great team. And uh, I wouldn't sleep on them, but right now the Cardinals are the cream of the crop of that division uh, until proven otherwise. That is Robert Griffin the third, ladies and gentlemen, on the Goodyear Hotline, RG3. Great to have you, as always. Okay, RG. I appreciate you, fellas. Have a great show. Uh-huh. Thank you. Have a great one. All right, guys. 
There he is. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, will you tell me? Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. (laughs) (laughs) And Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, joins us now in studio for some hot news or not news, Kimberly A. Martin giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Good morning, Kimberly. Good morning, good morning. What's Always up, Kimberly? Good to see you. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Do you, do you like my, bo- my little bow tie? I my do. Little, little... Yeah, it's cool. Okay. I do. Kimberly right. always you knows. Always clean. You're yeah, Kimberly right. always knows. Uh, it's a TV show. There's a camera. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm showing up fly. official. <laughs> yes. Never have to worry about it. No. Have her on this just in all Kimberly the time. Playing no up games official. around here. Yeah. She yeah. stepped up yes. because she usually have on tennis shoes. I do normally have on Jays, but I'm going to Minnesota today for Thursday night football, and there's only so many shoes I can fit in my luggage. Ah, mm. ah, so, yeah. an experienced traveler, <laughs> uh, Kimberly. Ready for this? Yeah. Hot news or not news? Patriots sit atop the AFC East after running right through the Bills on Monday night. Hot news or not news? Oh, my God. That is en fuego. That is so hot, uh, especially because there's questions about – like, think about it. The Patriots started with Cam Newton as their quarterback, and now we have the Mac Jones era. And the Bills were a team that I at least thought would have a shot at the Super Bowl. And for the Patriots with a rookie quarterback, for us to be talking about Bill Belichick – and especially to go up to Buffalo and just run the ball. They knew what was coming, and they still were able to do it on him. That's huge. Yeah, it's hot news, given the fact that everything Kim said. But also, think about six games into the season, they were 2-4. and four. Mm. And when you were 2-4, and four, you don't really see light at the end of the tunnel, even though it's there. And then they turned it around. They got things going the way they wanted it to. But I guess when you have Bill Belichick, who's, in my eyes, the greatest coach to ever do it, at least the – from coaches that I've seen, continue to put game plans together, or at least sign off on the game plans that's presented to him, both on the offensive and defensive side, and then they do what they did against the Buffalo Bills. It's You could just tell he was so excited about that victory. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just tell. Like, he was hyped. It's hot news for all the reasons that Kimberly and Keyshawn just said, uh, with one addition. In a radio interview, I'm just, you know, I feel good. I'm just feeling a little run down. I mean, when you hear <laughs> When I hear that, like same Bill, same and then that. I hear Sean McDermott, you know, like, hey, guys, don't give Bill more credit. Like, all that to me is spicy hot yeah. news because I love yeah. the competitive fire between the two. It's yeah. hot news. I mean, not only, Keith, were they two and four, but they're coming off a seven and nine season in which the Bills won the division. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I guess no Tom Brady. The Patriot right. way is going. Oh, no, the Patriot way is still rent, there. renting the division. <laughs> yeah, right. Patriot way is still there. Belichick looking clean right now. Clean as Kimberly. With the bow. Okay. <laughs> Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, playing hot news or not news. Keyshawn J. Willemax. Sean McDermott downplays Bill oh. Belichick's impact on the Monday night win. Kimberly, hot you, news or not news. You know why that's hot news? Because Buffalo doesn't get it. Like, after, after you get embarrassed at home like that in those elements, and I understand the Patriots have a great run game, but those elements to me just shout Buffalo. Like, that's a game where you're supposed to come out and you're supposed to – you're supposed to beat down whoever, especially rookie quarterback, right? And for Sean McDermott in that moment, not to, not to, it just sounded like like a little whiny, a little bit, like mm-hmm. like uh, And that to me is just not. I mean, I was a columnist in Buffalo for a short time. That didn't sound like the Sean McDermott I know. I think they're. I think the Bills are 
are pressed, um, and and I'm worried about how they finish the season. Yeah, hot, hot news because Bill Belichick is living in the mind of Sean exactly. McVay. And I understand, 20 years of dominating. Rent-free, just yeah, living. Uh, in, in 20 years of dominating that division, and then when the moment that you think, okay, the Pats are history and they're done, here comes these you-know-whats again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm sure Sean is sitting back and was sitting back saying to himself, like, we thought we had this. We loaded up to do this. Mm-hmm. We took Kansas City down to the brink. And then all of a sudden, here comes this dude and all of these sports reporters and sports people. And they're, <laughs> they're praising him, and he ain't no different than me. Well, actually, he is different than you. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's hot news for the same reasons these guys just said. Yeah, man, hot news. Really and especially that, because it came attached to something I've never seen before. In the NFL in 2022, you only threw the ball three. You attempted three to passes in an entire game. I, I'm never going like to live to see that again. Something crazy mm-hmm. like that, like yeah, ridiculous. I, I was not even like I was a year old the last time something like I didn't see that game. It's the only <laughs> I'm almost 50 years old. Never seen anything like it. It's unreal. Ravens lose cornerback Marlon Humphrey for the season. Can really hot news or not news? It's hot news because how many players honestly can the Ravens lose at this point? Um, and when you couple that with the with Lamar's struggles and regressions when it comes to like. I don't know what to make of this Ravens team because I don't think they're as good as their record. But then again, their record is what it is, so you got to give them credit. But it's just too many lost pieces, and you need to see Lamar play better, especially with these last five games. It's hot news, and and like Kimberly said, they're winning games, but can they keep winning at a clip without having any reinforcement helping Lamar? Lamar's going to be who Lamar's going to be. Whether he masks things up or not, that's who he is. Nothing's going to change from that aspect. The only thing he's going to be able to do next is put the cape on and fly over everybody. (laughs) It's hot news because even though if he's regressing, like they still should have won the damn game. They still had a chance to win. Mark Andrews, make that catch, you win that game. And all of a sudden, we're still talking about Lamar covering up flaws for his team. And they're still winning the division. Design was good. Throw was good. You know, tight end didn't make the play. Um it is, you know why I think it's not hot news, actually? It's almost like a superhero movie key you just said put on the cape or like a diehard movie where at a certain point, that one extra bullet doesn't matter anymore. You know dude is under fire mm-hmm. and he's going to have to pull a rabbit out his hat. And it just feels like, oh, another one? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Lamar, like we already knew you were in this position and I guess this is just the latest. So for me, I'm almost like numb to it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers says his toe's improving after the bye. <laughs> You know what? I don't care about his toe. Is that terrible? Like, I feel like no. it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay, My okay, it's your pinky toe. They news. are important. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's hot news only because it'll be hot news when Aaron says, hey, guys, this pinky toe is keeping me out. I can't move this pinky toe. Except he's saying the opposite. Like, I will continue playing. It's good. Yeah, it's not news at all. I mean, the, the moment we learned about the toe, he went out there and shredded <laughs> the team that he played. Like, a, a, Okay, you he get just a little, wants you to know he's not a hundred percent. But I'm you're still You're gonna get a little too. more. We're gonna give you a little more airtime, Rodgers. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what it is. That's free free marketing for Aaron Rodgers. Not news at all. It's not news because now we have the weekly appearance on yeah. the Pat McAfee show where Aaron Rodgers shows up to tell you how much the toe hurts. <laughs> that seems to be the point. It, look, guys, it really hurts. No, no, I know it's a pinky toe, but it hurts. Are you playing? Yeah. All right, we're good. Well, <laughs> it's news. It's just not hot news. Uh, that's right. Uh, Jerry Jones putting the blame for the Cowboys' offensive struggles on the route running of the wide receivers and not Dak Prescott. Hot news or not news, Kimberly? I feel like it's hot news only because I'd be heated if I were (laughs) a Cowboys receiver. 
Um, because I would just feel like, okay, Jerry, stop talking at this point. Um, I get you want to defend Dak. But on the other hand, this is what Jerry does. He's like Aaron Rodgers weekly on Pat McAfee. Like, Jerry is going, oh, you didn't know this was my team? Yeah. It sounds like Jerry was literally in the back of a meeting room, like, and just listening. And then he stumbled on radio and was like, yeah, guys, it's the wide receivers. They're stopping their route short and da-da-da-da. You know, so I, I guess it's, I think it's hot news just because he's he's killing his receivers. Yes, it's not hot news to me because I played for Jerry in like Kim says, Jerry, like, what, what do you go? It's not. Do you just what, ignore that? You just like, oh, Jerry's talking. Yes, fine. because we know the context of the conversation that may have taken place within our room mm-hmm. watching film. Mm-hmm. And Jerry is saying without giving full context on what route he's talking about, right. because it can't clearly be all the routes. Right. In that interception in the middle of the field, Dak Prescott arm was hit, had nothing to do with the receiver. The other interception was thrown too long on the sideline against the Saints, had nothing to do with the receiver. So as I see it and know it, I'm like, Jerry's just talking, man. That's who Jerry is. See, you guys, know, you guys know Jerry. From somebody who doesn't know Jerry, this is blazing news to me because this is, this is an owner defending his stance for the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Saying, look, it's not my quarterback's fault. Mm-mm. Like, that's what it feels like it's to me. But that's else. also it's somebody else's fault. <laughs> but that's also genius on his part. And you know, I don't know why? Because it takes that pressure off of Dak that Dak Does is it? getting ready to come under. Dak's going to come under some fire here soon if they don't keep get on a, a, a winning roll mm-hmm. because he is the third highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. And people were already skeptical of them giving him that money. Hell, Max is over here trying to put the dude in the damn Super Bowl or bust category. No, no, no it's not Super make Bowl a run bus, in, yeah, got to make a run in the playoffs. Same thing. You know but what I does, think? It doesn't feel Jay? like he's putting out the fire. I feel like it's adding gasoline to the I, I agree with Jay no, on this. It does add field. gasoline because it's such weak tea. That's weak. Ooh, weak tea. Yeah, okay, weak tea. Max. He didn't let that thing, like, like you taste that, you go, oh, come on, there's nothing in there. Jerry, stop. You're just making excuses for Dak. And it almost, it focuses my attention on it more to tell you the truth. Kimberly? That is hilarious. His weekly appearance on the radio is just to remind everyone. Oh, by the way, I own the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm the Cowboys right. owner. Does everyone remember? Yeah. That's me, Cowboys owner, me. Head honcho. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Thank you, Kimberly. Of course. Listen to the Man in the Arena podcast, a 10-part series exploring how sports has an impact on our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career. Brought to you by State Farm and available wherever you get your podcasts. Chiefs are back in first place, everybody. They're going to run with, away with the division now? That's it? Is it over? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Right, Joel. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2 Series, XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Download the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. The Chiefs are back in first place, guys. Are they going to run away with the division now, right? So we're going to play some real or not real teams currently in first place. Will they win their division or not? Who will? Let's start with the AFC East. The Patriots, real or not real, will win the division. Okay. I am going to say the Pats are going to win the division. I think when you look at you look at the New England Patriots and what they're capable of doing, they are currently in first place. So I think they win the division. They are currently the, the leaders in the AFC conference. And so Bill Belichick has been in this situation many, many times before, and I've never seen him squander an opportunity like this. They started off 2-4. and four. They've got the Buffalo Bills at home two weeks from now. They certainly have the Bills number. They're living in the head of Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. I see them winning out. Yeah, that's real to me. Their next game on the road versus the Colts will be a tough game. Probably favor. I think it'd probably be a pick 'em game because the Colts are at home. But still, I, I just I, I see the Bills going on the road. The next game against the Bucks. I just I'm, I don't know if I'm a believer in the Bills anymore. I think it's real. Too bad the Dolphins started slow because I thought it would be a three team division, and it is. Uh, Evan, why don't you come in here and? All right, and, great. And, real or not real is brought right. to you by Trico. Trico has been the future of wipers since 1917, keeping you a step ahead of Mother Nature. Visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. Let's move AFC North. Ravens, um, Bengals, I, Browns, I, Steelers. I think, I think the Ravens are real to win the division. Although I'm a little hesitant because of the injuries that keep happening to them, but I'm such a strong believer in Lamar Jackson, and he just figures out how to win games and keep, you know, chipping along to the point where I think they win it. I think they do. I'm just going to say they do. Mm. I'll go not real. I, I think expectations need to change, considering how depleted the Ravens are. And I know they still got the joystick and Lamar Jackson, considering what the Steelers have gone through this year. Yeah, maybe they're starting to turn around. We'll see what the Browns are able to do, but – Hey, no more excuses for Zach Taylor in Cincinnati right now. You are the most talented team. I mean, last game wasn't a good game. Understand that Justin Herbert got the best of Joe Burrow, even though Dan Orlovsky thinks otherwise. But Cincinnati should win this division. Bengals are the best team in the division. But the Ravens have a one-game lead and Lamar Jackson. And okay. that's what I'm going to stay with. Ravens one, Bengals two. Titans, AFC South, real or not real? They win the division. I think it's real. I think the Titans win the division. I think they have enough uh, to continue to chip away at it, although the Colts are, are playing pretty good football right now, one of the hottest teams in the National Football League. They had a tough matchup a couple weeks ago against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They squandered that one in the end. But the Tennessee Titans have beaten them twice in a row, the Colts, uh, this year. So when you look at that, they've already had two games ahead of them based on that alone. 
Yeah, it, it would see that the Colts would have to win out pretty much. Um, it's it's going to be tough for the Colts. Just game against the Pats, then on the road against the Cardinals. And I, I think that the Titans have a more favorable schedule down the stretch. It's real because they have a lead in the division. And they're about comparable to the Colts, but they get, they're up a couple of games. So they're going to win the division. That's easy. AFC West, Chiefs win the division, real or not real? I think it's I think it's real. I think I think when you look at the Chiefs sitting at eight and four again, much like Bill Belichick, Andy Reid certainly knows how to do things when put in this position. He doesn't squander opportunities. And the Kansas City Chiefs defense is certainly starting to play much better right now. The offense is not giving you the eyeball test that you've seen over the last several years. They are only averaging about. 25 points over the last several games when you factor in the the Raider game where they went on a explosive journey on the offensive side of the ball. But when you see, sit and you look at the rest of the division, the Chargers are certainly playing better. They've got to play the Chiefs again. The Raiders are clunking along as well as the Broncos. But Patrick Mahomes is bound to hit one of those deep passes here soon, very, very soon, to change everybody's mind. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Week 14 is going to be interesting. I'm going to say it's real for right right now uh, just because the Chiefs play the Raiders. Uh, the Chargers play the Giants, so we just can you know, give that a win for them. Uh, but week 15 will be the week because that's when the Chargers play the Chiefs considering the Chargers are one game behind. That's, we get a chance to see Patrick Mahomes against Justin Herbert. That's a big-time matchup. It's real. I never didn't think the Chiefs would not not only win the division but get the number one seed in the AFC and go back to the Super Bowl. But let me say this. Justin Herbert is out of his mind. It, like He's so good. The Chargers are live. I just don't think they can catch the Chiefs. Let's save the NFC for later since we don't have much time left. But if I, if I had to put you on the spot, guys, the one team, because you all said real for all of these. Yep. If you had to pick one of these teams, though, to not win the division, who is it? It's the Kansas City Chiefs for me. I think the Chargers have an opportunity to really do some stuff. They They've kind of... Got me believing, although uh, Keenan Allen right now is in, in protocol, it could be a little bit of an issue if he's not able to play. They could lose this football game coming up, but I would say it's the Chargers. I'd I, say the – because Jay took the I, Bengals. I took the Bengals, yeah. yeah, so I already have that answer. Yeah, and I would agree with Jay. If there's going to be a team that's not in first that will win the division, I'll take Cincinnati because top to bottom, they're the best team, I think, in the, in the division, in the AFC North. So I would take Cincinnati if there's going to be one team. So uh, speaking of one team, one team out of the playoff hunt, will they be out looking for a new coach? That's the question we're asking coming up. By the way, in 10 seconds, was there anyone in the NFC? I don't know. I'm looking now. We could do it later, but mm, guys, it surprised me if later on you pick a team in the NFC who's not in first, who will be in first by the end of the year. That, that would be a big surprise to me. Um, all right. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, one team out of the playoff hunt, looking for a new coach is next. ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and, of course, your smart speakers, too. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.